0: Those of you who attend Monday Adoration from 9 to 10 p.m. every week at St. Agnes Church may have stumbled upon today's guests as they lead everyone in song. Today we have Anna Keller and Jesu Koikolea, music directors at Agnes, a group made out of many young devoted Catholics who come together to lead the community in adoration to the Most Holy Eucharist. Today we will get to know Anna and Jesu a little bit more. They will share with us how Agnes started, who can participate, and the inspiration behind their first album. We will also talk about the second album of all original songs and the spiritual growth they have experienced thanks to this amazing ministry. Make sure to support the podcast by subscribing and signing up to a newsletter. Information in the show notes. Welcome to Catholic Mindset Podcast, where we will explore Catholic fundamentals. I am your host, Alejandro Servalli. Join me as I explore the plethora of knowledge of our faith. Every part of our being is created in the image of God, including our minds. We must begin to imitate the mindset of Christ Jesus. What we learn here, I encourage you to contemplate, practice, and incorporate. We will look into the basics, prayers, traditions, histories, and practices used by our church to gain union with Christ. I pray that what you learn here enriches your heart and soul. Please subscribe to the podcast and sign up for our newsletter information in the show notes. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. We have here Anna and Jesu from Agnes.
1: Thank you for having us, Alejandro, how very exciting. Thank you very for the invitation. It's an honor
0: to be in your podcast. Oh, well, no, thank you. It's an honor to have you. Thank you for taking the time to join us today and telling us all about you guys. So let's get started. Let's get started by getting to know you guys. Where are you guys from?
1: So I am Anna. I am 29 years old. I am uh, originally from Argentina. I was born in New York, and I've been living in Miami for the past six years. That's interesting. I am Jesu. I am 22
2: and I am from Chile. And I've been living in Miami for the last 6 years as well.
0: And how did you ladies meet?
1: Um we met What year We what met was it? uh 20... in 2017.
2: 17, yeah. In a confirmation retreat. Retreat uh slash pilgrimage
1: yeah jesu was getting her confirmation and was traveling with her mom to key west it was a a day trip to key west where we were stopping in different um parishes and i went as a sponsor of my brother also with my parents because they want to come to everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um we were both asked Both Jesu with her mom and myself with my mom, we were both asked to sing in the Mass, one of the Masses masses at the end of the pilgrimage. And we didn't know that they had asked another pair of mother and daughter, (laughs) vice versa, right? None of us knew. So when we got to the church, it was a pleasant surprise to find out that there was another very beautiful, very nice. Uh, couple duo where um, mother and daughter were also into music and into singing and that's the first time we met um but we weren't we didn't become close until 2018 uh, like a year later a year yeah. later where we did EFETA um we both walked EFETA together and that's where um we we got to know each other a little better yeah. and
2: then uh Anna invited me to join Agnes that wasn't Agnes. It was just, uh,
1: it was adoration. Adoration just once adoration. a month, very small. Yeah. So that's how we met.
0: So, so Anna, you had started the adoration before. Jesse yeah. Joined. So,
1: so I, I when I was growing up in Argentina, I was very fond of adoration during my teenage years. It was for me. It was the cheapest psychology I could get. <laughs> <laughs> I like that? Yeah, it was perfect. It was I, I. It was you know you have all these teenage issues between uh, who you like, who doesn't like you, problems with girlfriends, problems with boyfriends, problems with parents, and everything is a drama. And uh, I had quite a, some drama. And uh, adoration was just a, a way for me to reconnect to kind of discover who I was. And and come to terms with who I was, and um, I I literally started going to three different adorations a week uh, in different parishes, and started singing at each and every one of them. And uh, and when I moved here to Miami um, after college, etc., um, I, I felt the need that this community needed this, uh, outlet as well through my brother and through my cousins that are younger than me. I would find out that some teenagers were going through just very intense stuff. And there, there was nothing like adoration in the church. Um, I mean that song adoration, right? The, the musical adoration. And so in October, 2017, we got permission from father JC, um, uh, six girls, they were mostly my, my guitar students or my singing students, uh, six Argentine girls and myself uh, started the first adoration where only our families came. It, it was literally maybe the first two benches were slightly packed.
0: Supporting family members.
1: Supporting family members, exactly. And uh, we started by committing to do it once a month which in teenage words is a huge commitment, right? It's a lot, um, I mean. <laughs> yeah. So, so, and I didn't want to do it on my own, which was one of the main reasons why I was even scared of doing it once a month. Um, and then after that first walk in Efitat, Father JC had already mentioned to me that he wanted to start doing it once a week because people were starting to come and were really liking it and enjoying it. And and it was a, a, a different and easy way to to pray and to pray in community and to bring everyone together and so in that efeta walk i decided to go for it to do it once a week and that's where i invited this girl and since then it's been a beautiful adventure a beautiful ride she is the best um (laughs) the best co-pilot and pilot at the same time that I could have ever asked for and it's been very smooth probably because of her and also I'd say because of my uh, younger cousin Kiara, who has also helped out a lot yeah
2: it's been a nice ride yeah
0: <laughs> so Jessica, tell us, tell us when she first when you first attended and then when she when Anna asked you to join how was that
2: so I I when the adoration started i heard about it a lot of people told me to go but it was once a month and it started in october and october couldn't go november couldn't go always something came up so in in efeta we got to know each other a little better and she insisted and it's it's funny because i went for the first time on my birthday and that was the first time that with, that's when it started being once a week mm-hmm. uh so i started going i was really shy and like just one more of the little girls there with my guitar i didn't know anyone i was a little scared but i loved it i went and i uh, i really enjoyed it really enjoyed the group and after after a while i just started climbing up <laughs> until I became co-director. Because I also directed the, the Chilean choir for the 1 p.m. mass.
1: So I had some experience.
0: Also, oh, you, brought, you brought experience and talent to the table.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. All the experience and talent <laughs> in the world. <laughs> with the story that we make a good team. Yeah.
0: I mean, it seems like you guys have a great dynamic. And since I started, the face of Agnes has been mainly you. At least people I've interacted the most have been you guys. So,
1: um, yeah, I mean, I think with these type of activities within the church, there has to be some kind of level of maturity and commitment. Um, ideally, we would love for Agnes to continue in the future, even if Jesu and I aren't involved um, for the foreseeable future we plan to be involved. (laughs) So I hope they don't kick us out just yet. But there's a lot of talent and there's a lot of uh, young kids that have found that through music and through their act of service and through putting their their talent in the hands of God and uh, as an instrument for God, it's been a different way for everyone to pray and to connect with God in a different way, no? I hope that the, that the future of Agnes doesn't just end with us. I hope it's something that will stay in St. Agnes and even maybe open up in different places and expand. For now, I think it's safe to assume, or at least the experience has been that, that people will address us for Agnes, mostly. And, and that makes sense. I mean, we're the oldest ones there. We're always there. We're the ones that never miss any adoration. we're the ones that coordinate, we everything. coordinate everything. So so it makes sense. Our plan would hopefully be for uh, more people to be involved, for Agnes to expand, uh, even go to different parishes and, and, and have different uh, experiences there as well.
0: Agnes is a chorus, right? So tell us about the team, the group. So it's more than you guys, of course.
1: Right. Um, honestly, we're super open with whomever wants to participate. The idea is that you have to have some level of commitment and you have to enjoy singing and coming and participating and being punctual. Right now with COVID, it's kind of hard to have, you know, rehearsing times or to have um uh like moments for us to get together and practice new songs and stuff like that but it's the the core group I'd say is probably within this the some of the new of the people that were there from the beginning and a couple of others that went to like started that have joined uh, uh, along the way. Right. And um it's people I guess from ages we have uh 14. Yeah 13, 14 until Mm 30 almost <laughs> so it's a it's a we accept anyone and everyone sometimes we even have our mothers singing with us because we need more voices male female whatever like uh, any instruments honestly and yeah there has to be just some level of commitment that's kind of the only requisite and hopefully a level of talent mm-hmm. but that usually also comes with a little experience and ideas for everyone to feel comfortable to participate.
0: I know we have a couple of albums. By the way, I'm wearing my shirt, my
1: sweater. I love, love, it. I love, it. love it. So so are we. We're wearing all the merch. All the merch. <laughs> you can find it on our website. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's right. If you want your own sweater or shirt or caps. I think I have a cap too. Yeah,
1: that's a sweatshirt.
0: That's a sweatshirt. Yes, very nice. I know we have a couple of albums. The first one is called Edis. How did that come to be? What was the inspiration behind Itis?
2: This is Hugo. Hey, Hugo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh is very excited is, uh, to have one of Agnes' pets. Be... Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, there's two, right? Well, you guys yeah. have the same breed yeah. of, of, of pets.
1: And so Enzo is also a, a big Agnes fan, but he's not present here today. <laughs> um, so our first album. Um, our first album came to be
2: because a uh, dear member of our community. Oh, my goodness. Um, he was uh, a really, really big fan. He loved the adoration so much, and he was <laughs> diagnosed uh,
1: with, with cancer. Uh-huh. How are you? This was 2018. Well, he started coming to adoration since this the beginning, beginning, 2017. But when he asked. Um, he asked... 2018. 2018, yeah. um, November 2018 was when he asked us to do a professional, uh, professional recording. Because we we record every Monday night, the hour adoration, and send it through WhatsApp, through different, you know, uh, we put it on the Instagram, on Facebook, whatever. On YouTube, right? Yeah, Um, but it's just with a phone. It's nothing. It's right. It's like very crafty, so to say. No, it doesn't have the technology or, you know, sometimes there are mistakes and whatever we have to continue. The show must go on and this and that. Um, and he had asked us cause he was getting some hearing problems. Um, uh, I don't know if related or not to his cancer, but, um, he had asked us to do professional, a professional recording. And at first, before we found out he was sick, I would say, oh, I see someday, someday that would be great. No, like, you know, when you, when you like push things off, but it's like, I oh, so sweet. Uh, when we found out that he was indeed sick. Um, we couldn't say there was no way of saying no. And he's a dear friend. Um, and we, we started kind of figuring out how this would happen. How could we go about this? And, um, nothing, one of those things, but literally that it's just Sent from see above. too too many yeah <laughs> so we all of a sudden this one gentleman of the community as well very good friends of um of Gustavo, he was the the gentleman who had asked us to do the recording brought a producer a very well known Colombian producer. Uh, to the adoration, he heard us sing. Um, he got enthusiastic about the project, and literally, that's how it started. And the first thing he told us was, "You guys have to, because all we would do was were sing people, other we people's sing, songs, yeah, right? Covers. Songs
2: from our countries that you usually hear in church, but nothing also, original."
1: exactly so this gentleman told us. The producer told us uh, you have to come up with an original song. We can help you, but there was a very tight time frame because the sponsor of the the album had a audience with the Pope for. I think this was like this was February, January
2: and the the audience was in
1: was in April or March. March. Like super super tight for a for writing first but for also recording everything that whatever so um so that's how it is kind of came to be and it was a very rushed project but it was a beautiful project and that's where Jesu and i wrote together the it song it is Eris, um which was the hit probably of that first uh, album, it was a very special, it is a very special song um, that later took us to kind of grow in an immense sense, not only personally, musically, religiously, but also worldwide, I guess. When we were finding out about the royalties of the songs, one of the songs that we wrote was sung in Medjugorje. Medjugorje is a place in Bosnia-Herzegovina where the Virgin Mary appears. She started appearing, I think, in 1981 and continues to appear until this day. And um, it's a beautiful place, a very peaceful place. And uh, one of the songs we were singing that we recorded was from this place, from Medjugorje. So we were trying to get the, the information for oh, the, the royalties, right? So could we get authorization to, to record this and put it on all the musical platforms and this and that. And a woman heard our song, "It is," and thought that that song had to be the um, hymn of the youth festival of Medjugorje 2019, that same year and that she asked us, the the musical group Agnes, to um, also share our testimony in the youth uh, festival. The youth festival is a festival that they do every year and over 60,000 people attend and probably see it live stream as well because they also put it on YouTube and on all of the Catholic channels. Uh, TV channels. So we were invited to go. They asked us to translate it into English. That's where we came up with you are. And it was the theme of the festival, which was a huge honor for us. We were invited to come sing and and, and share our story, share our history and and who we were. And it was a very special trip. It was uh, how many people I think it was like 70 people of the community went, of which the choir were maybe like 15 Approx, like 12 to 15. Since then, it's, I mean, with the pandemic, it's been a little harder, but it, since then, our musical adoration has started also to kind of create some movements in Greenwich, in, in New York, and Connecticut. We have another church, eh, the Guadalupe Doral. They also have musical adoration after, after we started. We've been invited to many other uh, churches throughout Florida and also Alabama now. Like, you know, it seems like, like people really want to find different ways of, of praying. And, and I think through music, it's just something that touches a lot of people's hearts in different ways.
0: I like that. Jesse, what do you think about the whole process? We went from no album to The Gentleman with the Cancer, and then all of a sudden we have an album, we have an original, The Pope saw it, Menjugorje, and now other places. I mean, it, it seems like, it seems, I mean, it's it's amazing.
2: Yeah, it's been amazing and it's been uh, an adventure. I think we've learned a lot, we've grown a lot, we've enjoyed it, and sometimes not so much. It hasn't been easy, but we always feel the presence of God helping us and, you know, leading the way. It's It's been crazy. There are some things that we really can't explain the way that they happen. So everything it's from the pro- production of the first album to... Uh, the trip to Medjugorje,
1: everything. Too many diocidencias, yeah. like we say in Spanish, which yeah. is "God incidences <laughs> so I don't even
2: think that's a good example, but
0: I'll take it. I'll take it.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, it's been, it's been amazing, reading. Really. See,
1: yeah. And after that first album, um, we have an after Medjugorje and and writing our first song. I think. Uh, there was a little like bug that kind of infected the rest of the group to start writing and composing our own songs. So uh, right after Medjugorje, we started writing uh, with a small group that went to Medjugorje. We started writing some um, lyrics and putting some music to it and this and that. And about a month ago, was it? A month and a half ago a, month ago a month ago february 15th this past year now 2021 our album number two which is called juntos adorar together to adore it just came out in all musical platforms so you guys can listen to it there as well yeah it's all original songs all in spanish we'll try to write in english yeah it's it's a
2: little harder for yeah, us. Latins. It's a little harder for us. who are not, you know, native. So, yeah. Alejandro, if you have any, you know, yeah, we, lyric we ideas. welcome. We welcome.
1: <laughs> I mean, we can put the music to it. It's just the wording. It's it, it gets can, a little harder. Yeah, it does not come too natural.
0: Got it. If I inspired to write a song i'll share the lyrics with you guys so you guys yeah,
1: can yeah absolutely <laughs> <He's due>. absolutely
0: <laughs> so uh, this is i did i wasn't fully aware that it was all original songs so congratulations that's a big yeah, feat
1: thank you yeah it, it's a it's a big thing and it's very nice to see people from ages 13 plus, literally dedicating time to write about their relationship with God, who has got to them, how they want to approach God, how they want to God to help them, to inspire them, to lead them and their commitment to it. Because we sing every Monday night from 9 to 10 p.m. It's not the ideal time. You know, the start of the week, you go to bed early, you sorry late because you end up, we end up, you know, putting up all of the speakers and this and that. And it's We ask everyone to help, but they love it. And and it's just super inspiring to see teenagers and their family and them bringing their families to adoration to come pray to the church on a Monday, like pitch dark night, you know, it's just, it's special.
0: A question for your first song, which was Edis, right? You mentioned growth. Both of you guys mentioned growth. What kind of growth would you say you've experienced from the first song you guys wrote?
2: I think we've grown in many ways. First, spiritually, you know, verbalizing your spirituality, it's a different way to experience it. And it makes it more real, at least for me, more easily to visualize, makes it more um, physical. So I think that uh, writing, it is, and also uh, many... Songs from Juntos Adorar helped us grow spiritually, but also musically as artists, as friends. The group, yeah, we're sharing so deep feelings, yeah, and thoughts that we're putting into the songs. So and it makes us tighter, I think.
1: Yeah, we've experienced a lot, both with the with the members of the group and even with ourselves. That sometimes there is a little bit of a scared feeling of sharing this is all about faith it's all about believing in something you can't see believing in something that you know is there you believe is there but there's there's for teenagers sometimes or even young people or even adults it's hard, it's hard. to visualize it it's t- hard to say i believe in this and even though there are people that go against you even though there are people that don't believe the same thing you do uh, or you believe in um it's it's just something that has in my experience and my my growth is religiously and spiritually it's it's verbalizing that I do, that I do believe this, you know, even the, even though I'm, I'm 30 and I'm the oldest one of 29, I'm the oldest <laughs> one in the group. It was still hard for me to say, yes, I believe in God. Yes. This is what I trust. And, and, you know, I believe in eternal life and I, you know, all these things that we believe in that sometimes you're a little embarrassed to share with people that don't believe the same thing you do. Um, and so having this group um, has, I think, helped us grow in, in, and verbalizing it, and affirming it, and and seeing people around you that do believe it just as you, or even more than you, and so you—it's contagious, you know. And in all these writing sessions, and especially with Eris, for us, it was just a special experience because we were. Uh, writing this song based on people that inspire us. That even though for us, I think that was the first song we wrote, religious song we wrote, where we include God in the words, right? Where we include this force, someone that leads us, no? And we were trying to find inspiration. And in this case, Gustavo, the gentleman that had cancer, the fact that he was so sick and he was still coming to adoration he was listening to adoration while he was doing chemotherapy and he knew it was an hour and so he would listen to all of the all of the recordings we had all these people around us that had even though they were getting just so such terrible news terrible terrible news and they still had this strength inside of them and that was we saw God in that And so it's what do you where do you see God within the people around you because God is within all of us, and and it was a way of finding God in every person that is around you and trying to 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 love them and because God loves them too and and it's just I don't know it was it was uh, Eris was a very special experience with Jesu we we would sit down and talk talk about these people and talk about do you see how strong they are? Do you see, like, it's just so inspiring. And so it was to see, um, and it was God giving them strength. And so it was, how do we put that into words, you know? So anyway, that's where I grew. Sorry, it was a long (laughs) explanation.
0: (laughs) That was perfect. Thank you. It was beautiful from both of you. Both of your statements. I can definitely identify and share similar thoughts. Even doing this project, mm-hmm. I I feel the same way. With you solidify, you solidify what you are, would you believe in? So
2: yeah, right, exactly. And you, it's also not being afraid to show it, right. especially for teenagers. It's super hard. Yeah. They're going to not all of them, but they go to, you know, public schools where religion is not particularly brought up or yeah. maybe even frowned upon. Exactly. You know? Exactly. It's really nice to see them being committed and showing their faith and uh, fighting for what they believe.
1: Yeah.
0: Beautiful. So I know we're running out of time. I have one more question. What is the future for Agnes looks like?
1: What is the future for <laughs> I can't say tomorrow's future. Tomorrow we have to sing. We don't know what we're singing tomorrow. <laughs> so I don't know what the future holds for tomorrow. I would love for, for there to be many Agneses in the world. For this musical group to transcend borders. I would love for it to be a little more multi-religious. I would love to open up our arms to different religions and to see God through everyone's eyes and to transcend these borders and barriers that there are in the world through music, because that I think touches lots of hearts. I would love for there to be an Agnes in, in Japan, an Agnes <laughs> in Argentina and Chile, for there to be, it doesn't have to be named by Agnes, but to be a source of inspiration where young people and not only young people, just people in general can come together through music to pray to God or whomever you believe in, but to touch hearts and to, uh, to, to share a, a, a world of hope and a world where music will not close do- doors. doors, but open up everyone's hearts. That's what I would love for Agnes in the future.
0: Beautiful. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Alejandro. Thank you. Thank you for having us and for this beautiful opportunity for us to share our story. And we hope that Agnes touches everyone's hearts just like it's touched you.
0: <laughs> With the merch.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Thanks for everything.